This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. Joining me right now is Mike Gregg. This is a special episode of Cottage Talk. I'm calling it Stats Are Not For Losers. It's a show all about stats and how they affect Fulham Football Club, where Fulham are with certain stats. The reason why I'm bringing Mike on is if you follow Mike on Twitter, you know that he shares some really good stats about Fulham, where they are in the league, where they project. We're going to go through that. I also have some other stats I'm going to share as well with Mike in about a half hour show. This should be fun. Before we go on any further, I just want to mention, as always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. Okay. Well, Mike, let's get going with this show. So first of all, thank you so much for joining me. I've had you on several times, and it's always good to have you on. One of the reasons why I wanted to do this is that when I first met you in person in New York City, the one thing that stood out from our conversation is talking about stats, talking about where Fulham were in the league, which at that time was not really good in the championship and how it projected outward. So I thought we would do this again with Fulham in the Premier League, but let's start with your preseason targets, Mike, because you do some wonderful graphs throughout the season. Let's start where you saw where Fulham needed to be to survive in the league and, and where we take it from here. Hi, Russ. Uh, yeah, good to be on the show uh, again. And uh, yeah, happy to talk about what I post. Um, I will first of all say there's some other accounts out there that uh, uh, dig a lot deeper into some of the, the stats. I try to sort of go a little bit broad. Um, so, you know, I'll give a shout out to Cottage Analytic, who I think uh, does some yep. great stuff with excellent uh, stuff. You know Monte Carlo uh, simulations and and stats from that and uh, yeah so I'd certainly recommend listeners uh, follow him as well but uh, yeah those who have followed me over the last I don't know six seven years maybe longer will know that I tend to set targets and then follow the season as it, as it progresses uh, minor projections for how the season will 
uh, ends sort of points wise. I never really try to predict where teams will finish, but I will look at a league structure and sort of guess where those points would be and uh, what you need to do to get promoted or a lot of time over recent years is, is stay up uh, in the Championship and the Premier League. Um, <clears throat> so I always enter the season um, with with one target. So this year, you know, uh, promotion again, and can we stay up? And so my initial target, um, everyone sort of says, you know, Premier League, it's 40 points. That, that's what you need to be looking at. And uh, my, my target was 38. So I reckoned if we got 38 points, then we would stay up. So my reasoning behind that is the Premier League's been going, I think it's 27 years, and 11 times a team have got 39 points or more to be 17th, and then only four times in the last 10 years. So more than more than average, you know, if you get 38, you're going to stay up. So the league has to be really tight for you not to. So so that's my original target. And as we stand today in a very nice position in, in sixth place on 31 points, um, and I said it on Twitter the other day when I did it, I'm not even going to look at relegation anymore. <laughs> so, you know, we are... For us to get relegated now, Russ, we would need to be worse than Derby were in their season when they got 11 points. So, you know, even if we suddenly become the worst team in the league, we will somehow scramble and stay up. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, we're on 31 after 20 games. We have played more than the other teams. But uh, if you look at where we are now so if we talk about actually if we talk about relegation first Russ, right yes. so, so my my prediction now looking at the table and the way things are it's, it's really close um you know the bottom seven teams are as close as any have been over the years uh two points separating all seven teams you would usually ex expect about this time just the bottom five but um you know, and there's no team that's a that's getting battered. You know, Southampton are bottom; they've got 15. All the bottom three have got 15. So, I'm looking at if you get 34 points, you're staying up. That's that's how low I think it's going to be. Now, historically, teams at the bottom at the halfway stage tend to score more points in the second half of the season. So, if you're on 15 you're likely to get, or that position is likely to be 32 maybe, you know. So, right. so you know, you could almost argue we've stayed up now, you know, which is which is great. <laughs> but that, that's what I think it will pan out to be at the end of the season. So if you're, a, if you're listening to this and you're a fan of another team uh, at the bottom, then that's your target. It's 34 and I think you'll stay up. Okay, so... What's interesting about this, and again, what why I love doing this with you, Mike, is when we look a little bit deeper into the numbers, like you said, your projections have gone down from initially being 38. Now you're figuring 34. 
let me ask you, do you think it's because the league is more competitive or league being down? I would lead towards maybe the former being more competitive. The teams are more even. There's more money in the Premier League. Or are there more teams that are crap? You know, there are two ways to look at it. No, so I think the league now is is I, I think it's a really balanced league. So you have those top six, the big six, if you like, and Newcastle are edging towards making it the big seven, isn't it? Right. Um, then you have that middle group, and now you've got a very balanced bottom six or seven. You know, all very much the same, and so. You've got these three divisions almost within within the one league, um, and you know we're currently top of that second group, if you like. And I think it's the, the yo-yoing of teams. Um, you know, um, we're being the prime example, but you know teams are learning and they're getting the money, and it's the parachute money. And I think it has helped teams like us eventually to be in a position where we are now. You know, and even if you look at Forest, who are, you know, how many teams have they bought this year? Three, is it? Or <laughs> you know, they're going to buy another team. Um, right, exactly, exactly. But if you throw enough money at it, you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to have a really good chance of staying up. So, so I think there's actually more of a gap at the top. I think that, you know, you look at the top four teams or the, the table at the moment, and they've all got more points than the last couple of years. And then you look at the bottom, it's more compressed. So it's probably the standard is slightly better and the teams are more even than maybe four or five years ago. Okay, interesting. Very interesting. Because, and we'll do this in future seasons, Mike. Let's hope that Fulham have a very long run in the Premier League. Let's, that's what we always hope for. But what I always find interesting, and maybe I don't know if this is a, a statistical situation, but I'm fascinated by the situation with someone like West Ham and that has had such a great season and Wolves too. They can, you know, I was speaking to a Wolves supporter who was telling me that what we're experiencing now is what they experienced four or five seasons ago. And then the problem was they weren't able to keep their key players. The case with West Ham is a little bit different, but it just shows how quickly it can ebb and flow from being in the top half to the bottom half very quickly. I mean, you've got it's it's the decisions they make in the summer, isn't it? The main transfers, but also it is luck, and you know, and it is competitive as we were just saying, or it's you know, certainly teams at the same level. So, you know, a few bad results, and you find yourself down there. Yeah, West Ham have had two good seasons. Yeah. Um, have they built on it? Are they trying to just carry on from what they had last year? And then you see where they are now. And, you know, we're doing great. Absolutely brilliant this year. But is the glass ceiling going to be that six, you know, top six, top seven teams? And then you've we've got to improve, you know, so we're doing great this year. We've got to keep the key players and I would say we need to look at four players in the summer. And those four players have to be of the quality of someone like Lini, who joined us this year and has shown right. the, the level, the difference in level in quality. Otherwise, 
yes, next year, a couple of results going the wrong way and you, you find yourself struggling at the bottom. So um, and it's it's really tough for all the teams outside those big, you know, big money earners. And uh, but, yeah, I'm not, you know, Everton have bobbed along and finally it's caught up with them. And and also you've got to look at the managers. I mean, we could spend a whole show talking about Moyes and Lampard, couldn't we, and whether oh. they're, you know. So, right. but, but it's competitive and that's that's why we like the Premier League. You know, we don't like some of the other stuff, the, the money side and VAR and other things. But the one thing you cannot say about cannot say about Premier League is it isn't competitive. It is, Mike. It's extremely competitive, and that's why I love it, and why this season has been fascinating for Fulham. Now, talking about stats, because if you project forward, I was speaking on our last show with Craig and Giannis, and basically. I was saying to them, maybe I'm jumping ahead. Maybe I'm thinking, well, why can't we push for Europe? Is it possible? And Craig, who is a financial wizard in his own way, says, well, Russ, ultimately it's going to be very difficult. Let's pump the brakes on it. Because for us to be in a European spot, it's it's possible. But he doesn't find it that likely just because of I guess you could say the teams around us. I, there are probably many factors, Mike. But how can Fulham end the season in a European spot? How difficult would it be, do you think, statistically, for them to do this? What type of form would they need to be in the top six or top seven? Okay, so, I mean, we, we are in a little bit of a false position. You know, we've played a game or two more than the other teams. And really, we're probably eighth, to be honest, if we were going to be really honest with ourselves. Yeah. Um, I think seventh qualifies for Europe if we win certain cups and things like that. Um, at the moment, I'm projecting 60 points for seventh place and okay. 61 for sixth. And that is the 61 for sixth is pretty much the average. Um, but seventh is a couple of points higher than usual and uh, so if you look at it from where we are now if you say to if you say to me oh you know I want we want to get 61 points then we need to play better than we're playing now we need to be getting better results just slightly just slightly but we have to have a better second half of the year almost Um, okay and and so we need to be like the consistently the sixth best team for the rest of the year. Um, and that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I agree, Mike. And it's funny because when Craig said that, it kind of burst my bubble a little bit, but it, then I really thought about it. He's being realistic and I'm not being realistic. I'm being, you know, a, a fan, right? I'm being a fan. I'm seeing, thinking I got Europa League in my head, you know, and I'm jumping ahead, you know, well, well, I mean, but that, but that's good, and we, and you've got to have that desire to do that. I mean, I mentioned Cottage Analytica earlier, and yep. his his um, simulations say about I think it's fourteen percent to qualify for Europe. So there's a chance, you know, there's definitely a chance. And um, when you look at, you know, Brighton and Brentford blowers, are we better teams than them? You know, 
potentially yes we you know we're certainly on a par with them right um but then you have liverpool hovering around just just below the, all three of us so um and chelsea of course i was uh, gonna say I, I hate to say chelsea too so yeah and and no matter how they have bad form you know these teams because they have that winning mentality as well and all that experience will somehow find a way to get back above us all probably but you know you hold on to hope and uh, so for me realistically russ my target now is 54 to make it the highest number we've achieved and you know if we can get 54 points then you know we're, we're going to be looking at eighth or ninth probably uh, pro- well yeah probably ninth and that would still be a great achievement well, you know Absolutely. And, and we should do that so so to get 54 we just need to now be the 12th or 13th best team for the rest of the year right. which we That's clearly realistic. are right that yeah. is realistic i'm being yeah. a little bit not realistic but like you said cottage analytica says 14 percent i'm banking on the You'll 14%. Take that. I'll take it i'll take it mike i'll take it excellent yeah. excellent my friend all right so the second half of this quick show, I want to just share some positions where Fulham are and some stats. And I want to get your thoughts on how they play going forward because I find them interesting. I got these from whoscore.com. So here's some whoscore.com stats where Fulham are within the league. So Fulham are tied for seventh in goals, Mike. So what does that tell you? I found that an interesting stat. I didn't realize we were that high. So does that surprise you? Um, I mean, there's a bit of a there's a bunch there of teams, you know, 32, 33. But um, but no, it, it it did surprise me when I had a look at it earlier as well. You, you know, we're happy with where we are, but you had a point. Um, there is a rule, Russ. There's a rule of thumb: a point for every goal. So 32, we're on 31. You know, it's yeah. uh, I stand by that rule a little bit, and. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and then you look at a whole bunch of them who haven't even reached 20 yet. So, you know, our, it's under silver, isn't it? You know, it is attack. It's not attack, 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 but it's, you know, the freedom is there for the team to do this. And, and it's working, it's getting results. Um, I have a few questions about how many shots we allow against us and that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, um, attack is uh, sometimes the best defence and that seems to be our way. Absolutely, Mike. It's funny because I'm not 100% sure of this, but I saw this on Twitter. This is going off of my grid here, but I saw someone tweet today, expected goals against former 20th. Now, I don't know if this is accurate, but that is a shocking stat, if that is true, that we're last in the league in uh, expected goals against, Mike. What, What are your thoughts about that, if that is true? Okay, I haven't seen a table recently, but I know we were near the bottom, and it is a worry. That's the, you know, you have Leno as well, who's the goalkeeper who's made the most saves uh, per per game on average, and our own eyes tell us that the saves he's making are are winning us the points. So there is in the back of my mind that worry that we just give too many chances away. Yeah. Um, and when when we talk about next year and building on this year, we, again, we could have a whole show about, you know, where to improve. But I certainly think 
we need to do something to stop those those many chances uh, fall into the opponents. Totally agree, Mike. Okay, so here's another stat that goes with goals, shots per game. So former tenth. So I think this might go to where you kind of believe where they're going to end up in the league. They're tenth in shots, so they're creating some very good opportunities. That's kind of where I think they might end up, anywhere between the eighth and tenth. So what does it tell you that they're tenth in shots? That we're, you know, uh, we're bang average <laughs> on the number of shots we're creating. Um, but I think our, uh, our, our conversion rate is, is is above average as well. So, you know, when I talk about where I think we're finished, yep. the stats point to that kind of middle range, sort of 9, 10, 11. Uh, I think we'll be at the upper end of that. Um, and, and we're overachieving a little bit at the moment. Okay, very good, Mike. Okay, so there are three very interesting stats. I'm going to change it up. I'm, I was going to go with the possession stats, but I'm going to go to this one. This one actually very much surprised me because under Savisa, we were probably one of the worst, Mike. Fulmar, seventh, and Ariel's one. I was surprised by this. What What are your thoughts? I mean, obviously, you have Mitro, but what do you make of this stat? Uh, well, I mean, that's going to be... Uh... That's going to be Reem and Pelini, <laughs> you know, and uh, and the other centre-backs who have been playing as well. I mean, they, they are winning the headers, that's for sure. And we've got the extra aggression in the, in the middle. And then, of course, you have Mitrovic up top. So I'm, I'm not over-surprised at that. Um, I mean, when, when you look at what the other teams are achieving as well, we're in very good company. And um, and doing well in that in that kind of position, and it's a strength of ours, and you know we we play on it for sure. Okay, let's see. Let's move on, Mike. Let's now talk about two stats that going back to our friend Slavisa Jokanovic. I don't think he would be very happy with these. And this is where I really want to get into how Fulmer playing, Mike. Fulmer thirteenth in possession. I mean. This shouldn't be a surprise. It shouldn't be a shock, but it's different than what we were accustomed to in the championship. But it makes sense that we are like this in the Premier League. What are your thoughts that the fact that we're thirteenth in possession? Um, yeah, it has been a, a a change from last year. It's happened every time we've come. Well, I don't know under Parker. Maybe we had the ball a bit more, but just did less with it. Um, it's it's not a surprise, you know, with a new with a new team that's come up, and uh, but we're very much a counter attack as well at times, and right. you know we we soak up the pressure, we're dealing with pressure, and then and then we're away, uh, and with the wingers we have, um, and the pace they have, you know, it's working for us. I'm I'm not I'm not that surprised. I would actually hope next year that that would increase and we would become the team with a little bit more possession. Um, so, yeah, I'd like us to be a bit closer to 50% for sure. I agree with that, Mike. Okay, and going hand-in-hand hand with that, passing percentage we're 14th. So this used to be number one mm. or number two, Mike. I'm just so used to that. Obviously, it's different when you get to the Premier League, but I think this one's a little disappointing. Uh, yeah, I mean, but it's... Um... 
I think you've got a little we've, we've gone a little bit more I'm not going to use the word directors in just going long but you know we're we're looking at there's a lot of cross field passing from the full backs and from the center backs or well, certainly from the center backs looking for each each uh, full back or winger so we're, we're going forward a bit more so we we gamble a bit more but then also you know it's um it's clearing from the back you know less heart attack time <laughs> so, um but you're playing against better teams as uh, better teams right. are, are probably intercepting the passes better and reading them better okay hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Okay, very good. Okay, so Mike, those are the stats that I really had for you. But while we finish up the show, and I mentioned we'll end with a prediction for the rest of the season. So you've looked at the stats, you've watched film this season. And I'm curious, the biggest thing that surprised you this season? What is the biggest thing that surprised you? Um, I mean, a bit. I mean, I, I because people because I targeted 38. People think, oh, you know, that's where you think you're going to be. That's that's not the thing. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'll take 17 from the beginning of the season to stay out. Um, but I suppose the biggest surprise. Well, there's two things. One is how some of the players who we would consider top of the championship have gone up a level. So I'm thinking, you know, Bobby Reed, Reem. Um, Reem especially has been, you know, I'll hold my hands up and I'm someone who has not deleted the tweets I've made. In the I'm summer. there too, Mike. My I, hands up. Yeah, I, I didn't think he was capable of playing the way he is. And and it all, everything leads back to silver. And yeah. so the thing that surprised me is he has kept pretty much the same kind of formation and the same mentality of the way we did last year. So he's carried that forward. And I saw an interview with Mitrovic, which I'm sure you read the other day, uh, where he spoke about, we don't, we don't worry about other teams. We don't change our style. It's, you know... We play the same way, whoever, and um, and I and I suppose going back, we talk about experience of a Premier League manager, which is what Silva has, and maybe that's what he's learned. You know, you you have your beliefs, you put your team out, they all know what they've got to do, and you're not chopping and changing, and and it breeds the results and the style that we're playing in now. It's interesting, Mike. I think this is the biggest surprise for me is what you just said. I was not expecting us to still be on the front foot, partially because of what happened under Savisa. And he tried 
not the same approach, not the crazy gung-ho approach of Savisa. There are some more defensive tactics here under Marco Silva, but I did not think that he would try to go toe-to-toe. And you knew it on the first match against Liverpool. He did that. This team plays with no fear, Mike. And I thought they would back off, and they have not. They've not changed their style whatsoever. They're just playing against more talented sides. And that, to me, is the most pleasant surprise about this. The most enjoyable part is that I know going into this match, win, lose, or draw, they're going to be in it, except for that Newcastle match at home for (laughs) obvious reasons. Name another team that they've played against that they've not been in. And that, to me, it starts at Silva. Yeah, no, it's the one game. The Newcastle game is the one blip. Uh, that we all look at, and that's not bad out of 20 games. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, you go back to Jokanovic when he came up and, you know, changed quite a few things. We brought in players in the summer, but a core of the team was still the same. And I think that was, we talk about lessons learned, and I think that was definitely one. And I would expect going into next year, similar, not massive changes, just slotting in good quality players um, to replace good ones that we have at the moment. Okay, very good, Mike. All right, to finish up this episode, I'm going to share my prediction, and then I'll go to you, Mike, for the rest of the season. I haven't done this yet, so even though I would love six, Mike, I'm not going to go with six because Craig really just knocked it out of me the other day. So I'm going to say eighth. I'm going to go with eighth. I think it's possible. I think it's possible to end the season eighth, and I would be thrilled with eighth. I would be thrilled with 17th, to be honest with you, start the season. But my expectations have changed a little bit. So I'm going to say eighth, Mike. How about you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say seventh, seventh for me is possible. Um, but I do think it's going to take its toll. If we don't bring any players in, which I'm not too fussed about, yeah. Um I think we could tail off and, and end eighth or ninth. Okay. So, you know, I'm going to sit on the fence there, eighth or ninth. Okay. Okay. And honestly, Mike, I'll take that every day of the week right now, to be honest yeah. with you. From what we've experienced the last two times in the Premier League, anything above 17th is gravy, as we would say. It's gravy. It's it's fantastic. But then you get greedy. I'm getting greedy. I, I, I want a European run. Okay. I'm sorry. I do. I, I do. But – I, I need to be right. I, I need to be a little patient. I, I have problems with patience, Mike, if you haven't noticed. So <laughs> we are going to wrap up the show. Mike, thank you so much for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. I uh, know it's fine, Russ, anytime. And uh, yeah, I'll just keep plugging away with the uh, stats and posting them up. And if anyone has any questions, just uh, drop me a line. Okay, fantastic. Just want to mention, as always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. I have another show tomorrow. I have so many shows coming up. Mike, I've done 17 in a row. I think I'm starting to lose my mind, but I'm enjoying it. The next show is actually going to be with Jack and Loss, and I'm going to do five takeaways for the season so far with Jack and Loss. That should be fun. Well, that should be a good show, Russ. I'm looking forward to it. I love the ladies. Then I'm going to do another transfer show. I've got a bunch of Tottenham shows. My head is spinning, but I'm loving every minute of it. All right, Mike. Thank you so much, my friend. All right. No problems. Have a good evening, Russ. Okay. 
Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cutter's Talk for my very special co-host, Mike Craig. I'm Russ Coleman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.